Hello and welcome back to the Soul Mind Body Podcast, where we strive to empower human potential through sharing inspiring stories, messages of hope, and just bringing you the reminders that you are worth every positive investment. My name's Yvette and I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Today's episode is inspired by one of my biggest hurdles in life, and I hope to connect you to the messages that have helped me overcome one of life's biggest lessons, and that's overcoming fear. Fear can stop us from pursuing our dreams, and it can keep us from our ultimate fulfillment. I want this episode to guide you to find out what your purpose or your calling is and to identify to release the fear that's holding you back from living your best life. All of us have something in our life that sets our soul on fire. We have this calling or passion that creates this joy within us that's almost indescribable. And I want you to ask yourself, what is this for you? What is the thing that makes the hours feel like minutes? What is the thing that you can do all day because it generates this amazing energy within you? Art, music, teaching, communicating, inspiring others, cooking, solving puzzles. What is the thing that you've loved since you were a little kid? The thing that's always made sense. When all else fails, what reminds you that you'll be okay? If you had all of the freedoms in the world, what would you spend your free time doing for yourself? Then ask yourself, What are your God-given gifts, your talents, your natural abilities, the ability to see more details, the ability to hear, speak, write, draw, create, understand? What is a thing that comes super easily to you that distinguishes you from others? What was your strongest ability that you were recognized for as a child that is something that still gives you that edge today? My passions are helping people, inspiring, guiding, teaching, connecting. I want to connect the vibrations of love from the universe to others in a way that helps remind people that they're loved. And I want to do this with my gift of words. I've always had the gift of relating to multi-generational, multicultural people from various circumstances. And it's my gift that has helped drive my passions. Once you've found your thing that you love and then you identify your gift, try and connect the dots and you'll see how your natural abilities complement your passions. And if you're not making this thing a part of your life, find out where along the line in your life did someone or something make you feel like it wasn't safe to pursue this. As you do this, allow it to bring light to the reasons that you may not be pursuing your passions confidently. For me, it was things like being told that I talk too much by adults when I was younger or times where I was told that teaching doesn't make any money or when people questioned the power of the message that I had like based on my age or being a woman or a Latina or whatever it may be, people taking away credibility. Um, But find out where you picked up limiting belief systems and that can help you release them. Now let's talk about why you aren't pursuing your dreams. And for the majority of us, that's fear. And I want to clarify my use of the word fear today. I'm not referring to fear like a phobia of spiders or fear of pain or violence or anything like that. When I refer to the word fear, I mean lack of faith. Lack of faith or fear in ourself, in the world, in abundance. 
fear of not enough. And this fear or lack of faith is one of the strongest dream killers out there. In my studies of people's biggest regrets at the end of their lives, that type of fear is one of the things that they regret giving into the most. Fear holds us back from pursuing a life that honors our highest selves. As humans, we always want to know what's coming next, and predictability also makes us feel safe. There is a process our brain goes through when analyzing situations, and the unknown is super scary to our brain. The fear response in our brain is something that prepares us to be more efficient in danger and our brains are analyzing risks literally every millisecond of our lives. Our brains are always asking, is this situation going to threaten our existence? Will we die? It escalates very quickly to the will this kill us instinctual thought. When you think about this, it does seem like a very essential and helpful thing to have, but this is also the same function that throws us into fight or flight mode and keeps a lot of people riddled with anxiety at every moment. And as someone who battles with anxiety, I understand the fight or flight feeling very well. It's not my favorite. (laughs) Fear is something that humans learn through personal experience. And what I've learned is that our earliest abilities to safely express fears are a factor in creating or combating anxieties. The safer we felt expressing our fears to our parents or our inner circle, and the more confidently they reassured us, could have such positive effects in preventing anxiety. However, on the opposing side, if you didn't feel safe expressing your fears or if you didn't receive sufficient reassurance or protection, you may have adapted to holding in your fears and battling with them internally or suppressing them. That inner battle, especially at a young age, when we don't understand a lot of things, can manifest as anxiety. Our brain tries to assess this fear, and without healthy emotional guidance to rationalize with, we get sent into the unknown, and our brain could interpret that as danger. Now, I'm not a doctor, and I don't claim to know why or how our brains work, but I do know that having a mental process that overanalyzes like mine does was really difficult to manage before I found a strength in my own voice and a confidence in my passions and why I'm here. I want you guys to ask yourself, how safely did you feel expressing moments of insecurity or lack of faith or fear when you were younger? And assess that to how well you handle fear now and see if you can correlate the two. Becoming self-aware and revisiting moments that could have created the parts of us that we're working on now helps us understand our path to healing. It reminds us that our struggles come from our earliest interpretations of things, but now that we're older, we can try and reassess them, but from a more well-rounded view. Therapy can be a great outlet to do some inner digging work also, which I highly recommend to anyone on their pursuit of self-discovery or fulfillment. Once you're on the path to connecting your inner awareness, you can start to pinpoint where some of your fear-based thought processes came from, and as you recognize them, you can revisit the fear from a place of better understanding. One of the biggest detriments to living confidently up to our potential is our fear response to what we accept as a failure. And I find that most people, me included, 
are not only scared of failing, but sometimes we're just as scared of our own success because we know how much work it's going to be. And I know it sounds silly to be scared of your own successes, but it does make sense when you look at the concept in hindsight. How scared are you to leave a safe and predictable situation to go out and pursue your passions? Even if you know you'll be successful, you could stay somewhere comfortable and easy with minimal effort, or you can go out there and work hard to pursue your passions. I find that there's this revolving door of fear consequence that we create that keeps us from going after our dreams. There's fear of failure on the ego side of things, fear of survival physically, and fear of losing our sense of self. Fear of failure is a fear of vulnerability. And if you've dealt with self-worth issues like I have, or if you've fought for validity or had the need to prove yourself in your life, fear of failure can be one of your biggest blocks to your success. We get fearful pursuing something that we love because it might be uncomfortable at first. It might take away previous titles. It might not have the accolades that we worked so hard for. It may be something that is seen as minute in status or not important in the eyes of your inner circle. I mean, why leave a job with a great title, respect, authority for something that doesn't do well in keeping up with the Joneses? At the ego level, we'll settle for something that makes us miserable if it allows us certain freedoms and others can make us feel good about something um, Even if it doesn't make us happy, it still can give us that sense of self-worth because other people respect it. Then there's fear of survival. And this is one of the more realistic fears and can plague even the most enlightened human. We want to survive in this world and we have to. Um, So even if we don't care what others think of us and if we let go of egoic pursuits in life, we still worry about how we're going to pay our bills, whether or not we have medical coverage, um, how we're going to support our families. We fear leaving places of comfort and we're willing to sacrifice our happiness because we have a fear that our survival will be at stake. This can also be like, this can also stem from being convinced that the thing that we're passionate about won't make any money or that there's too many people striving for the same thing. This survival fear is probably one of the biggest limiting thought patterns that people have adapted. And then there's fear of losing our sense of self. And this can also be translated into fear of like losing faith in the divine. What if we do follow our dreams? What if we go out and try and even if we risk it all and find out that the thing that we love doesn't bring us a reward? What if the risk didn't bring us the reward that we thought it would? It's like thinking we know something for certain our whole lives and finding out it's not true. This is kind of a way of being scared of your own potential. What if the thing I've loved my whole life is wrong? What if I'm not good at it? What if it doesn't serve me? Then who am I? If I can't find success in the thing that I know that I love, then what am I doing here? Why am I here? We can lose our sense of self. We can lose faith in our higher connection, and that's scary. 
Those avenues of fear can all be justified by our mind as reasons to avoid pursuing our dreams, and it does a really great job of keeping people spending the majority of their lives in a revolving door of emptiness and feeling like there's something missing. Fear will always be there, but I want you to ask yourself, at 90 years old, will you regret letting fear take away your opportunities to experience happiness? Are you okay with looking back on your life knowing that you didn't at least try? Are you more scared of leaving this life with a list of things you wish you did? Or are you scared to try and maybe fail? Even in a glass half-empty viewpoint, if you spent your life stuck in the predictability of your safety net, you'll just go through the motions in life until the day you wish you could go back and try again. Or... If you give it a true vulnerable effort, and even if you fail, at least you will get to know a new, more courageous part of yourself that you may have not met before. I'm a huge believer in the power of the universe or God to provide everything we need to succeed. And one thing that I'm working on is pairing that faith in the universe with faith in myself. I know I have this giant calling to make a positive change in the world, and it's such a loud calling that I cannot ignore it. It's a little overwhelming, (laughs) but in my journey to living a life that I'm proud of, I'm connecting the faith that I have in God, in the universe, into the source of creation, into the faith I have in myself. I know that the source from which we are created lives within us. So if I have faith in the world, I must have faith in myself too, which means I have to trust love. I have to trust that I am loved. I have to trust that I love myself. I have to trust that the universe loves me and I have to trust in my ability to love. I want you to have faith in love. When you pursue the things that you love, That's a form of loving yourself, and in turn, you can give and receive love all around. Give yourself the opportunity to step outside of this nasty cycle of fear and go out and pursue your dreams. Find out what they are and realize you are worth every risk and go out and try. I will say that growth comes with growing pains, but do not let the hurdles or a taste of failure scare you. If you're going to try, give it your all. You'll have to. So prepare yourself to take on the leap. And remember that the Wright brothers did not fly a plane on their first try. Dr. Seuss's first book was rejected 28 times. J.K. Rowling was rejected 12 times after spending 7 years writing Harry Potter. Stephen King threw his first book, Carrie, in the trash when it was rejected by 30 publishers, but then he tried again and it was published. Thomas Edison failed over 10,000 times when creating the light bulb. And when he was asked how it felt to fail so many times, he said, and I quote, I have not failed 10,000 times. I have not failed once. I have succeeded in proving that those 10,000 ways will not work. When I have eliminated the ways that will not work, I will find the way that will work. And he did. His determination to create something that would change our world for the better brought him to the light bulb. 
And I could go on forever of how the greatest achievers of all time face rejection and failure and circumstantial obstacles. I mean, there's Walt Disney, Oprah, Henry Ford. But my point is that the greatest creators of all time were rejected over and over again. They knew failure. They faced it multiple times. And some people just quit. But when you are truly in alignment with doing the thing that you're meant to do, the thing that you truly love and that your gifts can support, then that love gives you the strength and confidence to make it through the hurdles. So really get to know what your biggest passion is. And then give yourself an outline of what you think you need to feel safe in order to start pursuing your passion. Reanalyze that list over and over again until you can realistically eliminate huge obstacles and start to achieve the small goals. Set a date and do everything in your power to reach that deadline. And then go out and pursue your dreams. Jump all the way in. Don't make the date too far out. You are worth the present moment. So make the most out of it. And you know, at least to start, give yourself just one hour of a day for the next 10 days to really find out what your passion is and why. Ask the same question every day because your answer will change and ask yourself until you are so confident in your answer that it couldn't change if you tried. Above all, know that you have this passion, your gifts, and your calling to do more for a reason. If you don't have faith in yourself or in a higher source of connection, ask yourself, do you have faith in the thing that you love? If you can find faith, at least in the thing that you've identified as your passion, that's at least a great start. When you're faithful in something, you refocus your thoughts from a a vibration of fear into a vibration of love. But don't sell yourself short. Discover love of self and know that you are worth every happiness this world has to offer. And the universe will start presenting the keys to the door to a bigger connection to the world around you. Embrace the fear, but don't anticipate the negative consequence. Be aware of the possible struggle, but don't unpack there. Just acknowledge them and have a stronger conviction in living a life of purpose and fulfillment. Invest into yourself and your dreams as much and more than you've invested into living the life you've lived thus far. You dedicated years of your life to things that don't fulfill you but make you comfortable. And I know it's still not enough or you wouldn't be here listening today. It's time to dedicate all you have into the things that inspire the best version of yourself in a way that inspires you to help others to do the same. Embrace the discomfort and honor it as a breakthrough into reaching your goal. Each obstacle is like a reminder that you're almost there. The rainbow comes from rain. Embrace that rain. Bring the umbrella if you want, but don't focus on whether or not you'll need it. Keep your focus on the rainbow. It may seem impossible to release your fear, but when you acknowledge the fear and when you get to know why it's there, then realize that you learned the fear. It's not part of you. 
bring your attention to the things that are part of you, like your passions and your gifts and the calling within to step into your dreams and make that the loudest voice. Make it the driver while fear can go ahead and chill in the backseat for a while. I hope this episode reminded you that you're worth every bit of effort and love that you have to give and the universe will support you on the way to pursuing your passions. Don't let fear hold you back and don't live a life that, you know, when when you make the transition on your last day, don't make life a thing that you wish you could have gone back and done differently. Go out there and pursue your dreams. You're absolutely worth it. I hope all of you feel a little more inspired. Until next time, I want to say thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and just connect with us. I am sending you all the love and all the light. Have a great rest of your day. And go out and pursue your dreams. Goodbye.